Welcome back to Marshy's Corner, brought to you by Summit Heights Club. Today I have a special guest, Junior Albert, on. It, Junior Albert is the is a manager for the Australian Boomers basketball squad. Uh, they're currently getting ready to head over to Tokyo for the Olympics. They're in Las Vegas, so this is my first international podcast, which is pretty cool. Uh, in the podcast, we touch on the Boomers, his role, and his upbringing, and, and much more. This is a great podcast, guys. Uh, please follow, like, subscribe, and all those sorts of things. Share, sharing's a big one. Uh, the more, the more attention this podcast gets, the greater the, the better the guests we can have on. I've, I've had some great guests, and I just want to keep on pushing this forward. Uh, so yeah, grateful for all the, for all the support. Uh, enjoy the podcast, Junior. How you going, man? Yeah, good. Thanks. How you doing? Yeah, good, bro. Good, bro. So I thought this was going to be coming lot, well recorded from LA, but you're in you're in Vegas. Yeah, uh, we're in uh, we're in camp. Like uh, we've got into um, our Olympic bubble now. Yep. So now we're in quarantine lockdown. So we've had our COVID test uh, this evening. Uh, we're not allowed to uh, move around our level until we get our results tomorrow. How bad um, is that so test? Uh, it's actually not bad here. So oh, okay. it's like. Yeah, in the States, it's totally different. It's like, um, I don't know why, but they kind of just, just around your nostrils and like a little swoop around your nostril, two swoops. Oh, so they're not, they're not going up into your brain like they do over here. Yeah, they're not stabbing a hole in your brain like <laughs> they do in Australia. Yeah. It's like, you kind of get nervous and all of a sudden you're like, what? Oh, this, yeah, I'll do this every day. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's good because I was thinking about that when the like the NBA players were in the bubble last year, and they were having to yeah. get swabbed every day and things like that. And I was like, man, that would just suck. so it's they've got certain tests. So like there, there's these other tests. You do the same thing. They're like little drips, little pre-packed tests. Uh, I'm not too sure how accurate they are, but so what happens is you kind of just drip into a swell your little um, like earbud in it, and then you just go around your nose pop it and you get a result in 15 minutes oh true so okay. we've, been, we, we've been doing that every day in la so yeah cool so, so um so camp started in la camp did start in la uh we selected uh from that squad that got cut down to uh 19 and then obviously a few of the players you know could make it um and then we were down to 16 and then we had just one to cut yep and then fifteen coming to camp. So yeah, okay, cool. So do you guys do you guys take fifteen to the Olympics? No, we we uh, will take twelve. You take twelve. We'll have we'll have uh, we have fourteen here. Okay. So we had um, we were supposed to have fifteen, and we had we have fourteen here. One one had to go. One had to um, head back home. Yeah. Okay. True. Yeah. 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 So can I ask who that was? Can I ask who that was? Or I think uh, I think um, uh, Brock Murdom. Oh, Murdom true. Had to, Murdom, yeah, Murdom had a. Uh, I think he had. Um, he had something he had to get back to. So yeah, I'm not too sure what it is. But I literally just got a text from him just before you called. Um, so I was just checking up and see how it was. Yeah. Okay. True. But true. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure everything's pretty good. But uh, once you once you get into the bubble. Uh, you know, we're hung for, we're away for like two two months or like it's Yeah, when when do you guys head over to the Olympics? Uh on the nineteenth. The nineteenth, yeah, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. When's yeah. the when's first game? Do you guys kinda like are you kind of in and straight into it there? Or uh, a couple of days and then yeah, we'll okay. go um, first game against Nigeria. Yeah. It is um you this obviously isn't gonna be your first Olympics. Do you guys do you know how different it's going to be like because normally there's like the big entrance and all that sort of stuff yeah, and- yeah. So we haven't received any information on you know like the, the uh um whole so obviously we got a flag bearer and and we're from our end we're hoping it's patty um yeah um and then we've just got you know the normal olympic procedures obviously there's no fans and no numbers we're probably going to have to mask up and you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we won't know the whole breakdown of what the village is going to be until, you know, we get in there. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, it's definitely it's definitely gonna be different. Uh, my last one was 2012, and that's probably that was the boys. So the Crusades, one of the best ones they've been to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, oh, we're gonna say. Oh yeah, it's just it's just uh, that one is awesome because we were based right next to a um, like the massive shopping center in Stratford in in London and. You're allowed to just cruise and do whatever you want, and you know, just it was easy to move around. But we, you know, there could be chances where we can't go anywhere in Japan, so yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a different vibe, eh? yeah, definitely. So, you know, like we've packed, like I've packed cricket, I've bought a, I've packed a cricket set, I've packed a rugby league ball, packed soccer ball, you know, like so we tend to mix it up a bit in friend practices or when we have you know, something different to do within the team. Yeah, just to, like, keep your mind off. Like, because you want to yeah. go away from basketball a little bit. Um, yeah, you want to kind of give them a bit of break away from it. Who's the best footy player yeah. in the team? Yo, uh, Paddy, probably. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, like, yeah, we'll be throwing the ball around at practice after we finish, and, man, he loves some bullets. Like, and they're literally, like, baseball. yeah. Bullets, like just yeah, they 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 get out there. Just a halfback in another life. life. <laughs> yeah, just a sort of halfback and just Queensland. I would say you know. Just, yeah, he's. So, all, I, I always love seeing him like posting his Queensland jersey, his Broncos jersey. He hasn't been wearing the Broncos jersey much. I'm just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to that one. Though. Should might, might take the Cowboys one too. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably hate me for it, but, um, but yeah, no, it's been good. We we have um in our practice sessions like our warm ups, and then we'll have touch play touch in it. Yeah, okay, so, cool. Which is good. Yeah, mix it up a bit. Yeah. So what what's um how long have you guys been away now so far? Uh, we left Australia um on the twenty fourth. I left Cairns. Oh, sorry, I left Cooktown on the twenty third of June. So, you know, uh, it's, we're, we're close. We will live maybe 12 days in LA. Yeah. And, and then we'll have another 12, probably 12 days, uh, maybe more, 14 days here. We got four games here. So. Yeah. Okay. All like oh, you got, games, you got four games there. Yeah. So it'll be screened back home. Like we're playing Team USA twice. We're playing Nigeria um, and Argentina. Cool. When do those games start? Uh, Saturday. Cool. Were you, were you um the last time we had that exhibition game when when Team USA came out here? Were you helping out the team for that? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that was, was crazy. Yeah, that was our prep to prep to World Cup. So yeah, um, boys boys have a bit of a bit of a you know like a what'd you say? And uh, <laughs> this this one this one's a Big one for them, you know, to go for a medal because um, we lost in literally like crunch time. We just needed to get over the line and we would have gone for a medal. Easy. Um, but yeah, it didn't, didn't play out that way. You're talking about 2016? Uh, 2018 in. Oh, in, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were talking before about how you're hoping Patty gets to be the flag bearer. Yeah. He um he really just like becomes another person when he puts on that green and gold. Hey, like Man, you talk about you talk about someone that embraces the culture and the identity of being an Australian. Like that dude, next next level. Yeah. He he, he the the indigenous culture of Torres Strait Island and being a, um, you know, uh, from Sejuna in South Australia uh, to wearing the green and gold and representing the country, like it's, um, it's, it's. Uh, let's just say when when we started day one uh, a workout in um, LA. The vibe and the energy in the facility was unreal. Yeah, I was actually going to talk about the vibe of the workouts. So they've been good. So they've been every day. Like, 
every day. Like, uh, Patty got us, like we got, we got our big speaker here. <laughs> right here. So this thing, this thing has to move around. Uh, this thing has to move around with us everywhere. So we'd be, we'd be pumping our music. And obviously DJ Patty's on the mic. So the boys just, the music's real chilled. You know how he likes his island reggae style music. Yep. So the boys love it. The boys love it. So it's, um, it, it, it'll be, it's a, you know, there's so many candidates out there for a flag bearer. But I just, for, not only because he's a good mate and we've, we've, you know, been part of the Mills family for a while, but just what he does off the court, you know what I mean? Like, just being able to, you got an all-star weekend break, you fly home for, for a week and go down and help the Flyers in New South Wales. I didn't you know he did like, that. Yeah, so he had all-star break, the last yeah. all-star break. Had a week off before COVID. And um, down to South Australia, uh, to New South Wales, just to help family. Yeah. Then back on a plane, and then back on a plane, back out. Back he, to work. Yeah, he is, um, you can just tell how much it means to him. And um, yeah, it, and it's been fun, the, like the last... Did he play his first one? Was two thousand eight his first Olympics, wasn't it? Uh, so, yes. Yeah. Yep. Beijing. Yeah, yeah, and then twenty twelve in yeah. London. I know he led the Olympics in scoring twenty twelve. Hey, and yeah, he just yeah. Later. I remember. I remember. He, there you go. And yeah, and then World Cup, World Cup, and then Rio. So like he's been dominating. Yeah, like um. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's exciting, exciting crew. I try to tell people like people, people that maybe watch like their basketball fandom is like the NBA and they kind of talk about like, well, where's Australia going to get their scoring from and things like that. I was like, you guys don't understand what Patty is (laughs) like Patty plays for the Spurs and he's in that system and he, he plays his role there, but Patty can, Patty can do, he can take on our scoring load. And uh, oh. but now you've got a flexibility of Joe Ingalls and jo- Josh Green and Nathan Sabi and Chris Goulding, um, Chuck uh, Wendell, uh, Matisse Fibel. Like, you guys want to see like a defensive the, vertical athlete? Yeah, Josh Green as Matisse, next level, like next level. So, there's going to be like it's going to be great to watch. This, like it's going to be good to Yeah, this is probably one of the first teams we've taken away that has that, like the wing defense that you need against some of those better teams like Spain yeah. and US. Um, like we've had we've had the scoring, like we've, we've got Patty who can score, Joe Ingles can kind of do a bit of everything. And we had we always had Andrew Bogut kind of looking down the middle there. And he's, yeah. he obviously comes across as like another playmaker. Um, and that's someone we're probably going to miss, but we've definitely filled other spots. Oh yeah. There's a, there's a kid from Perth, uh, Reese Duop. Yep. Um, Duop Reese is legit. Yeah. Like this, this kid, we just signed the full and go Hawks. Um, he's, he's going to be, he's going to be good. Um, and you know, it's a hard selection to pick from. Like, you know, your reserves are Brock Bowden and, and, and um, Xavier Cooks and yep. you know Josh, you know Josh Giddy. So like yeah, that's great. Like you've got a you know good reserve side. So it it kind of um, feels like if we're, if we're not walking away with a medal, like that's we've underachieved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it does. It does always say you know you're going into this with a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. You know, so it's, we're we're always having to face off with Spain every time. You know, we're always having to face off with Spain. So. This time, this time is the next. It's the game changer. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Um, no, I'm excited. I saw. Um, oh, I was just gonna say I saw Dwayne Wade pulled up at the at the yeah, at the Boomers what? camp. What's that about though? Because here's the thing: like he played for the Heat, and now he's with Utah, and he played for Team USA, yeah. and now, <laughs> now he's work. He's working so, out with um, the Boomers. So, uh, uh, you know, like a. When we pick a, when, when the coaches pick a, do you pick a crew with a scrimmage? Obviously, we're going to scrimmage with um, guys that we can see um, uh, that are, you know, that can 
they can play, they can get up and down the court. So we, for us to see what our selection crew is, that's how the coaches pick their squad yep. from that game. Obviously through the week and seeing how they've been working out, but that game does play a big part of it. And so um, um, Daniel Mulliman, who is an agent for uh, Josh Giddy and a lot of the Aussie boys, a couple of boys out here, especially um, uh, with the help, trying to help Dwayne Wade boy get across. Um, Dwayne Wade brought his boy over to play. So that's how Dwayne Wade is in the building with us. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, you know, I'm, uh, like we, we've, we've got, everyone's got their, everyone loves, you know, um, Michael Jordan, uh, don't get me wrong, I do too, um, LeBron and Kobe and, but man, like me, uh, I just love how Dwayne Wade plays. Oh, like, Dwayne Wade was like your guy. Dwayne Wade is, and then to walk into the lot, like walk into the gym and the first person you're sitting in the chair is Dwayne Wade. So you're just like, walk back out. <laughs> go, to, go, to, go to your head of security. Yo, uh, he's like, yes, June. There's Dwayne Wade in there. I'm like, oh, nervous. <laughs> All right. Get yourself together. Pull yourself together, Juice. Go do your work. You know, so, um, but yeah, just to, just to meet him. Actually, chill dude. So cool. Um, it was good. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, um, so you're in Vegas now. You guys have got the games coming up, uh, the practice games, and then, and then you're heading off. So, um, oh, I've lost my next question. Sorry, dude. Um, I want to kind of like go back away from that Olympic team stuff and just like, where are you from? Uh, where'd you grow yeah. up? What type of kid were you? And yeah. Um, I was, I was born in Fiji, obviously, um, yep. uh, and, you know, been around and moved, uh, relocated back to Sydney and dad wanted to move back up north, you know, to Cairns and be back up this way. Um, so I was born, I was born up in Cairns and, you know, pretty much grew up with big Nate, Nate Jarway and Darren Baines. Um, okay. so these boys, we all come out of the same area. Um, I went to school in Mariba High, um, and, you know, love basketball and love league at the same time. So it's between two sports. Um, played league, uh, several teams played down in Newtown Jets in Sydney. Um, oh, okay. played out at, uh, South, played out South, played a couple of tests for Fiji. Um, did you really? I didn't know I that. Back. Yeah, I rolled back home after dislocating my shoulder. Um, How old were you when all, when you were doing all this? I would have been like 24, maybe, 25. Yep. Yeah, so it was pretty early in it. Um, uh, had a relationship that didn't turn out, you know, didn't turn out the way I expected it to go. And so I was like, you know, I'm heading home. And the one person you and me know, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I am right now. But... Um, I get back to, I get back to, I get into Brisbane and then Big Gates is like, hey, geez, Spartans are trialing. You came to come out for a run. And so, you know, I've been playing league for a bit, so like my fitness isn't too bad. It's just like, I hadn't played basketball in a while, so I just, my shot was terrible. Yeah. But I could match defense on, you know, and still get up and down the floor. Um, so then, yeah, we, you know, because of games, we started, I started back to basketball and then started, I injured my shoulder again, and Big Joe was like, hey, James, would you be interested in wanting to just do water and towels? All right, cool. Never do water and towels. You know, I was still, still around the crew, and I enjoyed it, a good group of guys. Um, and in that group was Chris Goulding, Adam Gibson, Tyson Demos. Like, there's some big boys in this, this group that was playing. Was this um, with Spartans? Yeah, this was with Spartans. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and then we... From there, it, it, um, the Gold Coast, the Bullets had just folded. So, obviously, Joey Wright was around and was looking at, looking at get, uh, putting a staff together to go to Gold Coast for the Blaze. And one thing led to another, and I just started just started doing it. It all just started from doing water and towels. That's and crazy. Up practice and taking down practice. And, uh, yeah, that's where it started. And, you know, how many years later? 15, 16 years later, yeah, you started doing water and towels and, well, QBL back then, yeah, NBL one now. Yeah, 
QBL, you know, QBL, and then you went to assistant at M- and I in Gold Coast. I was a Big Joe's assistant, and then I did my first Olympics in 2012. But all started with the boomers was they needed a, they were looking for a helper. Yeah, and uh, they were looking for a helper to come through, and so Big Joe was like, "Jules, you want to go down and help out?" So yeah, sweet. You just get the the boomers are there, so you know. I was like, what? Are oh, you serious? Oh, cool, cool. So I'm down there helping out just every day for the week and kept doing that for how many years? And then one day I, they just like added me to the staff to, to go over to London. So I did the tour, did the travel, um, pre-tour like we're doing now. And yeah, end up in London and well, enjoyed it. It was great. Well, yeah. What, what was, what was London like? London was different. It's such a multicultural city, which is so, it's such a massive diversity of it, where it's so good. It's so good. Like, it, it's just, you kind of appreciate now um, the, uh, the privileges you've had prior to COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like, wow. Like, man, uh, uh, back in the day, you could just roll around. You didn't need a mask. You didn't. And of course, it's whatever you want. You don't need to, you know, uh, vaccinate. And but it was such a awesome setup in London. It just kind of fueled the whole excitement of wanting to get to the point and go. Do I want to do this? Do I want to push to try and get a full time gig one day? And, and obviously, I was doing two jobs at the time and trying to do this as well. So you know, it was, the dream was trying to get to full time and. Yeah, uh, and you know, like, and I've achieved that. I've got to full time, and now I have a, you know, my my wife and my beautiful daughter, and kicking back in cool town, and just coming away for big gigs like this. So it's a, it's a it's a blessing to be honest. It's um, you're you're around a good crew, and you're around a good group. Um, Patty's all about being elite. Um, I don't. From what I what I recall, I think I'm the only team manager that who's worked in the NBA. Um, yes, spent, you, you did a bit, time in the NBA. Yeah, you did a bit of time with the Spurs. Hey, uh, yeah, I did um did two and, two and a half weeks with the Spurs. Like I was um, that was an eye opener, pretty much. That was a game changer in to how you take care of players and how you manage players um, on and off the floor, on and off the court at the hotels. You know, so it's it's the little things that that make it elite to allow the coaches to come and coach and your players just to come and train and play. Yeah, so I I guess that's something that we actually haven't talked about. So you're you you're a manager, like you you've kind of made a career in managing basketball teams. Yeah. Um, so you've obviously done the Boomers for a while. You've also worked with a few NBL teams. And uh, is that right? Uh, yeah. Yep, I worked with the Gold Coast Blaze, Adelaide 36ers, um, and the Brisbane Bulls. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so what does this role, like being a manager, like what what exactly are you doing? I'm sure there's a lot. It, it, it is. It is. It, it's, um, once, I, I'll, once I give you a similarity of what the NBA role is to my role, I'll kind of open your eye to what, how, the difference is, yeah. Um, so, as a team manager, you you're down to you've got flights and accommodations to book. You've got uh, setting up and taking down of a facility. You've got transport and logistics to think about. You've got laundry. Uh, you've got um, uh, just maintaining the guys and making sure that everything's in place for them to. You know, so you've got to do that day in day out. Yeah, um, and you can, you can come in, you know, half-hearted about it, or you can, you can tweak it and make it so it's ideal to suit the whole process of a team. You know, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so there's a lot to it. You know, as at one point when I was in Adelaide, I was setting up the court. Go to practice, setting up practice. So when I mean setting up the court, <coughs> sorry, 
um, I mean, putting down the court. Yeah. So you bring the forklift in, fork <laughs> it in, nail that stuff in, set it all up, set up the locker room, set up the stadium, pull it back down when you finish, travel on the road trip the next day. That's crazy. So, like, no, people come to games, they don't see the process that they go through. So, there's a lot, you know, and when you don't have people who understand the whole process of it, you kind of need to make sure it's done properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing I'll say, because, like, <laughs> obviously, maybe for the, the, the normal person watching a basketball game, like someone watches the Olympics and they're watching the Australian team, they're not really looking in the background at the trainer or the manager and like what they're doing. But when I watch the Aussie team, I'm like, oh, where's Junior at? Um, and something that I've always noticed about you is like, just you can tell like you're putting 100% of your mind, your effort, your soul into what you're doing at that time. Like I can see you in the background, like you're so engaged making sure everyone's good yeah. and all that sort of stuff. And and it's a key part of the game because uh, um, there's only a certain amount of minutes for time, right? Yeah. So when you're setting that water bottle up, you kind of set that water bottle up like in a 2-3 zone. You all understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You've got your two guards, you've got your two bigs, and then you get your center. Yeah. So that's how it's placed in the bottle. So when they sit, like, the chair, the towels go on in a couple of seconds and your chairs and your bottles are out. You know, so you're like, they, they need a, in that, in that moment that the coach has it, that's critical for you to hit that time frame so they have enough time to understand that play or break it down or figure out how to do it. Whereas if you're dragging, now that Paddy's turning around and goes, like, like doing this and looking around, where's my water? Yeah, he's not engaged anymore. Yeah, you know, like now I've taken him away and it's a critical critical part of the game. It, it, it's, it's, it's the difference between winning and losing, you know? Yeah, well, I, I it's, just... It's a massive difference. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, I read the book uh, Legacy. I don't know if you've read that by uh, James yeah. Kerr uh, talking about the All Blacks. And it's just talking yeah. about... Uh, it's, it's basically the author. He didn't know much about rugby, but he got invited to follow the All Blacks on a few different tours. And he's written a book yeah. about uh, his life lessons, his uh, business lessons and sport lessons that he learned from following the All Blacks and just the excellence that they brought to everything. And from top to yeah. bottom, no matter who it was, like it was excellence, excellence, excellence. And like, and it, that kind of opened my eyes to like, there's so much that goes into a good organization and, and it's so easy for people to yeah. uh, like, you can, you can look at, like, let's talk about the NBA, for example. Like, you can look at these organizations that stack up a team, or even you could talk about the Roosters, and people will talk about, oh, they just have all the talent. But you can kind of tell, like, from top to bottom, these guys are bringing excellence. Like, the Warriors and the NBA, like, they're bringing excellence to everything they do. Um, and and it, I, it actually made me think about you, like, when I was reading the book, because I was like, Junior brings so much excellence to his role. Like, I see him in the background doing what he's doing, and... um and yeah, it's kind of cool. And I didn't actually know how you, you, oh, sorry, you go. No, 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 go, go, finish, Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I didn't, I didn't know how you got into your role. And that was something that I wanted to talk about with you. And, um, yeah. and I had no idea that you were actually like a professional athlete before that. Um, and, and kind of knowing that you, you obviously had that setback in rugby and then you kind of start playing in that semi-professional basketball league and then you have another setback and for you to, instead of just kind of get a little shitty at, at the situation or whatever else, you're just like, oh yeah, like I'll do waters and towels. Cause I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's a really, that shows your character because when I was a part of the SBL program at Wizards, I injured my knee. That was my first year in. And I remember I worked so hard to get into that team and then I injured my knee and I was like, I was having to do, they were asking me to do videos, like video the training sessions because I couldn't train. And then I was helping out with waters and stuff at games. And I was like, <laughs> I remember my attitude. I was like, man, this sucks. And then I kind of got back at the back end of the season, but I was, I hadn't played for months and, and it was just like, it was such a bad time. And then I ended up being like, I don't know if I want to be a part of, part of this next year. And, yeah. and I had a bad attitude and that, that's something that I've had to look back on now and, for you to be in the moment and to have such a good attitude and 
for that good attitude just to be like, oh yeah, like I'll do the towers and waters and stuff. So now you're like, you, you're going to, is this your third Olympics, second Olympics? And second. yeah, second. And like, it's just because you had a good attitude then. Yeah. It's, um, how do you think about being elite? Uh, and it's nothing. Like, so, um, being a part of team mills and, and, um, and being a part of IBA and being a part of Patty's, um, Patty's foundation and stuff like that. It's one thing Patty is, uh, uh, he's a perfectionist, like too detailed. I will kid you not. Um, you, the, you don't see the moments where he'll have a scheduled session for the afternoon, but he's, he's got his own session during the day. You know, so he's working out on his, Attacking the hoop and coming off the screen and, and, and he's splitting and where he's shot and like the, the detail he breaks down in his game and, and, um, and being able to just get that done. It's amazing because no one sees it. So when he's talking to me and we, you know, we've been in this process planning for this, this big event. Yeah. It's about setting the culture and it's about. Not, and, uh, I, you've probably seen Matt, Maddie put up photos. And in all our photos, I flagged the whole stadium. We went into the stadium. There's Australian flag, Torres Strait Islander flag, um, Aboriginal flag. It's around the whole stadium. We're making it feel like we're being at home. Yeah. So when, when we go into our locker rooms and when we start our first training session tomorrow in, 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 here in Las Vegas, like they don't know what's about to hit them because like we're going to set that whole place out and make it feel like we have enough time. Yeah. You, the you, biggest thing of it, yeah. you yeah. can, you so can, the biggest thing is, oh, sorry. Um, so the biggest thing is we've got Josh Green coming through. We've got Josh Giddy coming through. We've got Matisse coming through. We've got the likes of, um, Duop coming through, Jock Lindell, you know, um, whenever Ben decides to come back and play, we yeah. don't know, you know, and whenever he does, if he does, whatever his situation is and uh, whatever he's gone through, I, it's not our place to go. Yeah, I'm, I, I, won't, I won't give my opinion on that. But um, <laughs> but like when people talk about Ben, it's like, oh, the, oh Ben Simmons isn't going to play. Like, what are we going to do? I was like, I don't care. We got Patty. Like, we got Joe Ingles. <laughs> um, I'd rather see the guys that are very passionate about, like, where they're from representing us. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. But yeah, you know. So it's it's um it's one thing about being a perfectionist in your craft, right? Yeah. So every time, like being elite in your craft, like we uh, you know travel with the shoe bag. I've got an NBA shoe bag. We carry the boys' shoes, carry the boys' practice kit, carry everything in it. You know, NBA team moves moves around with one two equipment managers, whereas in Australia. Like you've got one team manager that does it, the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's when you, when you're able to apply process and structure to, um, to your craft, you like, you can be the master of your, of your trade. Like it's, and, and you focus on it. Like I, I work the best. I have a process of how I hold the cows. I have a process of how I have the water, with the water, how I want to see these systems. When we finish this, when we finish win or lose, in the lose, if we leave a stadium, we make sure that that stadium's not clean, how we found it, or even cleaner. Yeah. You know, we don't just come out and just leave shit, you know, leave it everywhere. Oh, who cares? They can clean it. They got clean it. Nah. We pick up everything. And it's a culture now where the boys pick up, like, the boys get in. June, what do you need? Like, let's clean up here, clean up here. It's become a culture within the building. That's, that's massive. That's a big part of that legacy book. Like they always talk about sweeping the sheds, like guys like Brad, yeah. Brad Thorne, like all the, all the top players, like they're the first ones. As soon as they'd finished after the game, win or loss, they're up there. They got the brooms, they're cleaning up. They're making sure they're leaving that place. Yeah. And yeah. that's, that's a standard. Hey, and that, that show, that comes out on the court too. It is. It's the, it's the, it's the respect that we have for, for the people. I think that we're in Vegas. Um, party central on the world, I think, I believe, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, yeah, you're here now. So now this facility is going to be our home for the next two weeks. We're going to respect this facility. You know, just like when people come back, kids come to play home. We want them to respect. We, we want to treat them just like they're our guests at home. You know, so, and in that, everything's 
it's never going to work out. You're going to have mistakes. You're going to have issues. So like, for example, today, we come in today, we smooth day. As soon as we come to accommodation, it's 4th of July. It's a long weekend. And accommodation, short staff. Now we're having to wait for rooms till 3 o'clock. You know, so I only just got my room uh, literally when we were testing. Oh, true. It's oh yeah, yeah. that'll be almost it'll be like ten ten o'clock, ten thirty or something. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's really ten thirty. So I got my room about about after nine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So you wanna you can't control that. You can you can you can say everything that you want about it, you can disagree and have a go at it. But you remember, I'm here for two weeks. If I flag this reception off um the way that they may dislike me for how I say to them. I'm going to have a hard two weeks. Yeah. So whatever's that, whatever's that in control, like you just go take it on the chin, you know, smile and wave, go do your job. Because it's, it's not going to change anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's, but um, we've got a great, we've got a great, we've got a great culture. We've got a great group, exciting group, a great exciting group that the company's going to see. Um, a lot of people and haven't seen these guys play, but like these practice sessions, like I, when I'm working on the bench on a game line, I don't see the game until I come back and I'm doing laundry and I watch the game because I can't. I'm focused on other other things than the game. I don't I don't watch it at all. True. Okay. Yeah. So I don't just... I don't watch it. At, yeah. That's probably a good thing. Um, I, yeah. I'm, I'm watching coach and I'm watching when he's, I can't him, I'm watching the assistant if he's going to flag a timeout. I'm watching if, um, <clears throat> um, I'm watching for the boys if they've got enough water, if they've got enough foul, uh, if they need snacks and lollies. So I'm, I'm focused in that area. Um, so, you know, it's just like, it's, um, it's, it's just trying to get my focus into where I need it to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So yeah, I just got I just got a call coming here. I'll, I'll, I'll just finish shortly. No, you're good. Um, yeah. So yeah, no. It's uh, all I can say is that I know this group's great. It's going to be an awesome group, like a legit group. Like with the coaches, the support staff, the players. It's a it's a will be one of our best teams we could bring Yeah, yeah. I um. One thing I have noticed about like when we're talking about like excellence and like creating high standards, um, I've followed like the boomers on Instagram for a while and the social media leading up to this has been like next level compared to what it used to be. And did they have the guy that did the Titans, uh, documentary, that KO documentary? Is he taking photos or something? I swear I've seen him there. I don't know. Yeah. Maddie, Maddie yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, yeah. That Titans doco. So Maddie, yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen that? So Maddie's from yeah, yeah. So Maddie's from um Cairns. Maddie's a Cairns boy. So yep. we all grew up in Cairns. Um and yeah, he's like he's next level. Like he's stuff he puts together is on real. Um Yeah, no, he's good. But I, yeah. I was gonna say it was um it was it's obviously NADOC week and it was um when they posted, like, obviously that first photo was of Patty and I've swiped and I was like, Oh shit, it's junior. And I was like, that's so cool that like they, they see you and they'll, they're appreciating because everyone else they posted was obviously a player. And that just kind of shows like yeah. the impact you're having on this team where they're like, no, we have to put junior in there too yeah. to represent that. And, and yeah. how, how, obviously like, how does that make you feel? And, and obviously this week in general, like, um, like, um, yeah, being, you know, it's obviously it's a big week, you know, national, um, Aboriginal Island, um, so it's their celebration. It's a big day for us, you know, it's a big day back home, so a big week, especially, you know, there's going to be celebrations all over the place. Um, and, and coming into this week, we're about to hit, uh, you know, our first, our first week and first prepping. So it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, I didn't expect to have a photo or see a photo go up. Um, and I do like at least a lot having to, to be able to, to be recognized and, and appreciated for the work you do. Um, the biggest thing for me is at the end of the day, you, 
you you don't work because you want to you don't give out or bless someone because you want to receive something you just want to make sure that they have the best thing that possible to get their job done you know yeah and, and that's how i see it i go into practice i go into where I start, if I start at 7 a.m., I won't finish till 1 a.m., 2 a.m. the next morning. That's a normal day for me. Oh, true. That, that's a normal day. So my job is to make sure that this 14 here are taken care of. Oh, geez, we want to go get food here. Can you drive us here? So I'll be in the car. And when I finish practice, I'll be in the van for the next five, six hours, running the boys where they need to go. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, it's not just about on court, it's about off court. It's about making sure that they have what they need um, after session. Um, then once I've done all that, food preps and everything taken it, then I do my laundry. So then I've got like I've got a staff of about nearly thirty. You know, so now you're doing laundry for thirty people, so you're washing all thirty laundries. That's like three, four hours into a night. By the time you do your laundry drop, and get back into your room. Maybe two in the morning, and then yeah, and you're up again at six the next day. So it's a, it's a big day. Yeah, it's that's more than full time, bro. That's it. Is, it is, you know, when you're pushing for a medal, um, when you're pushing for a medal, there's a there's a bit you have to you have to put out there to make sure that everything's in place. Um, so yeah, we. Yep, I enjoy I enjoy what I do. I I love um, being in this place, in this position. Like I, I value. I know you might have seen my post, but I value helping and volunteers because because of their passion. You know, if if they do what they do with everything that they they love the game, they don't get paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you have, we have some people who get paid who don't put enough at, as much effort as they do. Yeah. You know, you just take it for granted because you're already in there. It's something that you shouldn't take for granted. You know, you should be coming out and regardless, 110% every day. You know, you, know, you can't afford to, you, you can't afford to, um, not give everything that you have. Because if the players can put it, everything out on the floor, what's, What's so different from you not being able to make sure that it's all out on the floor for them ready to go? Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a big thing, you know, like it's uh, team managing, like uh, being a team manager. Not not once in my dream that I thought I'd be able to go to two Olympics, go to be a Com Games gold medalist, uh, Asia Cup gold medalist, uh, been to work in the NBA and you know, you, you look back at the journey and you're like, man, it's been a blessing to be a part of it. Um, and I'm, I, I'm not, um, I'm not, I wouldn't be who I am if it wasn't for my support and family and being around the right people, you know? Yeah. Um, with that, you have mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. And I've, I've made, I've left players, I've left players on flights, missed flights, left them in hotels and on, you know, you, you make big mistakes. Um, we've had accidents in our vans, and our high vans, and little gears, and I've lost uniforms. And but it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah, mistakes are gonna happen. It doesn't matter what job you do; like you're gonna make a mistake. But you can, exactly. you can tell, you can tell your attitude towards your job, and that. I feel safe in saying there's there's no other manager <laughs> in the world that puts in like the just the like I just see how locked in you are. There's that the photo they put up. That's like that's what Junior is. Just a hundred. It's <laughs> all the time. Oh man, that was a funny photo. That one. Um, I put a caption on it about a I know maybe a couple of weeks back, and it was like the, the caption was if you don't take this big bottle, we're gonna we're gonna like. You and me gonna rumble, <laughs> <laughs> and the look I was giving, I was like, "Yeah, you were like." I was like, you know, "I'm serious about this water bottle." You're drinking this water, bro. <laughs> I didn't, and I didn't expect to like, you know, get people like a lot of the fans and family for life. You know, I was, I was blown away by it. So, um, but Maddie captures that content of photos where the photos speak what you don't see. You understand what I mean? Yeah. You know, so you see 
you, everyone's like, yo, what are the guys doing today? And then all of a sudden, Matty posts in your life. Yeah, like, okay. Like, it's been great because he broke it down. We came to camp, and then you see Patty first. There's one of the few photos. And then you see the group. And then, obviously, Chris and, um, Chris and, um, uh, Chris and, uh, Jock came in late. And then you, you see photos of them, and then Toby, and then now we're in a different window. You know, so it's all, it's a different, um, um, it's a different, it, it captures everything about what's happening at practice. Um, and so, yeah, Maddie, Maddie's been doing an awesome job. Uh, and, yeah, we, we, uh, we're blessed to have him as a part of the crew. Um, not, not, not all of us are going to go to Tokyo, so there's a few that are going to miss out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's exciting. Yeah. No, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And this team that we're taking away, it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a lot of fun and like I think Australia's starting to catch on with basketball. Like it yeah. it, it felt like at least when I was in high school, like it wasn't really on anyone's radar. And now it kind of feels like it's at least everyone's second favorite sport. So yeah. I think the I think there's gonna be a lot of attention on the boomers from us and um Amazing, like we stayed in we stayed in LA and uh, we're in the lift because we're gonna come in and out of hotel and they tell me what I didn't know that Americans love Australia so much. Yeah. Like they love as soon as they hear you talk, they love Australia. Yeah, they love us. And, wow. Yeah. They're like, Oh yeah, g'day mate, hey, you know, <laughs> you agree with the green dog where they pull off the they pull off the Australian aspect. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, I got I got I got a lot of family over there, and so I've been to America twice. And um, I remember my first time over there. I was pretty young, like maybe like twelve, like ten, eleven. And we got yeah. to we got to go to our cousin's school, and you were just the most popular person ever. And I remember telling them I was like, yeah, like we we ride our kangaroos to school, and they're like, really, like yeah, yeah. They and then they just hop home, like they know where to go, and they were just they were just eating up whatever I had to say. <laughs> ah, that's good. It's um, yeah, it's been it's been a good couple of weeks. Um, you you, you know you, you can't do it without your family. You can't do it without your support. You know, so yeah. Um, I thank God for like um, you know, technology that allows us to do this. Yeah, this has been awesome, man. You know, like it's it, we we get on. It's like um, like it's really eleven o'clock here in, in Las Vegas, and it's uh. Today is a Monday or it's Monday. It's Monday night, Tuesday back home. Right? Yeah, it's Tuesday back home, but Monday for you. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's always the allows us to do this and capture it live, you know, so. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's good. But, um, you know, stay tuned to, stay tuned to social media. We're going to, we're going to try and get some inside background videos and little snap videos running around with the cameras and stuff like that. To okay, cool. Put out. So just a, just a bit of bands, a bit of laugh, you know, so. Yeah, mad. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Dude. Well, on behalf of Australia, man, we appreciate all the work you guys are putting in you yourself and then everyone else in the boomers organization. I'm really excited, man. I'm so excited for the Olympics. I, this this Australian team, it feels like it's been building for a while now, and this is, this kind of feels like yeah. a big year. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely it's definitely a big year. It's a, it's um, we, we came away from World Cup and it hurt because we just the big games don't hurt as much. But when you lose by like two or three points over something like so simple, it's, yeah, it, man, it breaks your heart. And, you know, you you see the passion that Patty has for the team. Um, it's yeah, it's about creating, making, bringing the best out of you. Is what it is about. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's about bringing the best, best out of the team. Um, so we we have been checking. Boys are getting our rooms and everything. So I'm out out of our room, out of the hallway here. So we're all sitting in the hallway. All the boys are sitting out in the hallway just talking. Just talking, laughing up. We got the whole school level to ourselves. Yeah. So we're just out laughing and making noises and just, you know, just chilling. That's what it's all about, man. Me and my mate were just talking, me and my mate were just talking the other day about, uh, I can't remember what team we were talking about. 
but it's just so different when you're on a team and everyone's getting along and the vibe's good and like it's just huge i mean I, maybe we're talking about the broncos because like man that's just been negative for a while and how happy the boys were after the win on the weekend you know like you haven't seen the boys yeah. like that for a while and it's yeah it's cool that patty brings that so like that good that good energy so Joe, Joey's our Joey's our team banter. So that doesn't surprise me. Takes, he takes the piss out of everybody. Yeah. Everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. He'll take the piss out of you. And, and it's hilarious. Um, you know, so Matisse likes to, I don't know if you see the social media, but Matisse likes to rock up walking in with socks. He walks around everywhere in socks. Yeah. Like, no shoes. That's gross. Socks. Like, <laughs> just, just cruising around. And it's like, yeah. and so now, Jingles gave him a nickname. His name is Socks. <laughs> and Paddy was like, oh, that's a fire. That's a fire. Killer. So it's a killer, killer, killer nickname, Socks. So now his nickname is Socks. You know, so he's, he's not expecting you to watch those ones, is he? Man, I watch everything, bro. <laughs> everything. Everything. Everything gets watched. You should be mad about that. I'm like, bro, you just, bro why are you walking around just in your socks? <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's an he's awesome dude though. It's like Josh is quite, quite good. Like this dream to be an agreed adult. And then the piece is like just the most chilled, like humble, like it's a great group. Yeah, it's a great group. Um, when they had the story of them come up, because I'm just worried about, oh, we didn't have a good team, we didn't know this and that. I was like, man, if only you guys could just see what our practice sessions are like. Yeah. Like, if you could just, if you, I tell you, if you walked in and sat in our stadium and watched the boys turn, I give you, like, it's, we, we, we trained in a facility in, in LA and, uh, California and, um, the owner of the facility just said, Man, I've had people come in here, and you guys come in with another presence. Yeah. Like, you guys come in here, like, it's just, it's different. It's so different. Like, it's fresh. I think, yeah. I think there's something different about Australians in general when it comes to sport and being in a team. Uh, I just, like, I think the culture that we have in all team sports, and, like, all those guys would have grown up playing, like, they obviously play basketball, but, like you said, like, Paddy, Patty's a good rugby player and things like that. Like they all play different things and, and we play such, we play sports that are so uh, heavily team orientated and you yeah. just understand how important it is for the team to get along. And, and I, I feel like our egos might like, we have a confidence, but I don't know if it's like an ego confidence, you know, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, and, and I think the great thing about the boomers team is, like the, I think you can feel the roles are really defined. Yeah. Like, like that, that's one thing I've noticed in all of the, all of the comps, like, like team USA obviously comes out and they have a lot of talent, but sometimes the roles aren't like super defined. And, and when we beat them in that exhibition game, like that, that's what you can see. It's like, Hey, we have, we have our defensive stoppers. We have our, we have guys making plays for others. Patty's the guy that we're obviously looking for to score the ball. But, um, yeah. It was just a very defined role and like everyone had their, their, their job and we came out and we got an upset and people, people weren't really expecting that. But I think people that have followed the team weren't like surprised. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's exciting days ahead of us, you know, it's always, always nervous to play the first day, but it's all nervous. So yeah. You know, we've got, got a big week ahead of us to so get ready for Saturday. So going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'll be tuning in for sure. That's that's going to be yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's going to be, uh, I feel like it's going to be like a, feel like a Sunday back home, right? I'm not sure. I'll it's have to Saturday. check. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if it's Saturday it's there. Saturday here. What time Saturday there? there? Uh, 530, I think it is. Okay, yeah. That'll be getting a little bit earlier on our Sunday. Sunday morning sometime. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So run up, they run up early. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's good. Um, uh, but I've had, uh, I've had. So we, you're coming to this door, this and like you're the first one to hit me up for um, 
jag jump on att jag förstår om att det kan är en Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah like there's been quite a few. I just hope I just need to work it out with their schedule and we can probably work something in. So. Yeah, no. So it's, uh, well, a I... lot of people see a lot of people see what happens on the court. Yeah. They don't see what happens behind the scenes in our room, but it's a, it's a good way to capture the whole uh, the whole process of a game day and practice and kind of why you can do it. Uh, yeah, no, well, yeah. I appreciate you hopping on, man. This has been an awesome chat. I've I've really enjoyed it. Um, be- before we wrap it up, I, I do. There's a couple of things I want to ask. Um, one is, so you, I, I saw on your Instagram like you were doing a lot of work. Uh, you were coaching. You were doing some basketball coaching. What What was that for? Yeah. So I do uh, IBA. Same thing that Jesse and everyone does. Jam and busy. Okay. Yeah, um, I have but, seen that. Yeah. So I do I do the IBA up where I come from where I live. What um, and can, what what is that? Um, I live up in Cooktown, so up in North Queensland. The area that I take care of is the Cairns region, so yeah. in that area. Um, so we run IBA, which is similar to uh, Indigenous Basketball Australia. Yeah. Um, so I can do coaching for remote communities and remote areas, and so it's been it's been awesome. It's been awesome to see. Um, Kids, our kids have been great. Uh, it was a bit disappointing that the time was been cancelled for the last two months, uh, last two events due to COVID, which is unfortunate. Um, but it's been good to see that Patty can have a vision to give back to the kids and give them an opportunity to become, to have an opportunity where they have never had a chance to have a crack at it. You know, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's been that's been exciting. I enjoy doing that. Yeah, no, no, that's yeah. awesome. And then the other question I have, it's been on my mind literally since the beginning because you mentioned that you played you played rugby league, which I I literally had no idea. <laughs> what position did you play? I played uh, fullback. Um, oh, you were fullback. I played, full, I played fullback. I played in the semis and I played in the league. Who's your comparison in the league today? Yeah. yeah. Um, what in that way? I'm trying to think. I didn't, um, uh, because I played basketball and, and footy on weekends, so I was really safe on the high ball. Yeah. But I went, so I went from playing tennis to wing and then floating to fullback. And so because I was safe on the high ball, because I played basketball, it made it easy to just you know, um, the transition of it, which is, which is good. See, that, um, that's funny you say that because I play, I played rugby and I played basketball growing up. And I remember I used to shift between like, I played a bit of lock, played in the centers, played a little bit in the halves. I played a game at hooker. Like I played, I was just kind of like, <laughs> I moved a little bit everywhere. But then I remember one time my coach put me at fullback and I, I was like, oh, okay. And I obviously played basketball. And it wasn't that I was not great under the high ball, but <laughs> I remember this one, they put this big bomb up and it was and it was coming down and I just hear all the front rowers coming at me and I was like, nah, I'm letting this one bounce. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not taking it. I, look, I looked over at the coach. Yeah, I was like, I, don't, I didn't play fullback again. <laughs> yeah. You're not paying me. I'm not taking that high ball. Yeah. Yeah, that's what no. Um, so yeah, I, I love my footy. Um, I grew up in the town that was rugby league based, you know, so it's, um, been I just had an opportunity to get away. When I decided to go away to play footy, basketball was never an option, you know, so. Yeah. It's just about, you, you know, you find something that you love doing and then just get like, you know what? I want to do this, like, do the best of my ability to be able to create an opportunity one day. Yeah. Doors will open. Doors will open, I guarantee you. Yeah, no, that's good. I appreciate that. that that's, I reckon that's a good note to finish on too. Um, but yeah, I think 
I mean, hearing your story, because I didn't actually, we've known each other for quite a while, but I didn't actually know your story. Um, so I basically know Junior just through family and uh, we played yeah. a bit of basketball against each other. The old yeah. Salvo's days. Yeah. Old Salvo's days. Jesse trying to talk rubbish with us and just like stir everything up. <laughs> yeah. um, I see he's doing really well though. Like he's playing out North though, right? Jesse, yeah, Jesse, yeah, yeah, he's playing really well. This is Jesse Gee for anyone listening, but um, yeah, he's playing, he's playing really well, man. They've got the. I don't think anyone expected Wizards to be in the position they're in. Like they're they're starting to really push for a decent spot and potentially play some finals. Yeah. And and uh, the I'm hoping to have Jesse back on the podcast again soon. He was my first guest, um, and we kind of talked about because that was during his preseason and. Uh, a few times he got into foul trouble and he had to get off the court in the preseason and the team kind of just fell apart. Um, yeah. But then the other, we went to a game the other day, uh, was maybe a week ago, two two weeks ago, and he got into foul trouble. He, got, he had three fouls in the first quarter and his fouls do my head in. Um, he's always reaching, but I, I actually, I, I hadn't had anything to drink. I hadn't had any alcohol since January 4th. And I, I'd, I'd been waiting for the end. I had, a, I had an Oztag States Carnival. And so I, I just decided I wasn't going to drink. I, I might've had a, maybe two or three drinks in that whole period. And um, that weekend I decided, I was like, oh, I'm going to have a few. And so I had, I was having a few at the game. I was sitting with Gabe's actually. And Gabe's was right in front of me and Jesse picks up his second foul. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to say some of the things I said, but I was just complaining to Gabe's. I was like, man, why is he always reaching? Like he's just, all the time, but he got into foul trouble. He had three in that first quarter and, um, and his, and we were like, they were versing quite a good team and they, uh, they kept their lead and they might've even extended the lead. And that was really cool to see. So like the team starting to really come together and which I think is giving Jesse a bit more freedom to just like be himself. Cause I think he was, yeah. um, so worried about like his workload and what he was doing, but now everyone's kind of, yeah, everyone's kind of getting used to each other and the team's looking good, which is cool. Nice, nice. Yeah, Jesse is legit, legit. They uh, one of the most natural, talented balls you can come across really. It's in the right place and I think at the right time you can just come on cracking. Someone give them a crack and they'll have a go and they'll actually get it. Right, I have um... I mean, I'm, I'm obviously pushing it. Like, I think someone has to give him a go because he's, um, he's too good. Like, yeah. And I don't even know if he's like, I don't even think he realizes how good he is sometimes. Yeah. And he's, he's dominating right now. And, um, and he can, and he can kind of be whatever you want him to be. Like, do you want him to be a facilitator? He can play great defense, uh, when he keeps his hands out. <laughs> um, and, and he's, uh, and he's, and he's such a talented scorer, man. Like he can just, he's yeah. so, he just floats with the ball. I was watching him on Monday night. He had, he was playing before me in the comp we play in on Monday nights. And, um, he's just, yeah, he just floats up the court. It's just so easy for him. Yeah. So, um, someone give him a contract, man. <laughs> yeah. Someone listening in. I think that just to be at uh, Northside Wizards. Yeah. Uh, legit, legit guy. Yeah. All right. Well, thank um, you for your time, brother. That's This has been good. Hey, I'm glad to support the band first. I uh, love what you're doing. It's awesome to just get out and, you know, give in to, uh, you know, give in some feedback on what's going on out here in camp. And not, a lot, not a lot of people hear it. Not a lot of people hear it or see it. So. Happy to um, happy to put a bit of information on the on the on, on you know going on to your, your program and it's good. I enjoy it. No, I appreciate you staying up late for this one. <laughs> nah, bro. I tell you what, man. My body clock is messed up from being here. This is not going to get right. When I go to Japan, it'll be even worse. So, what? How old's your kid? She's uh, she's nearly three. Oh, so she's probably not keeping you up like she used to be. <laughs> no, she's actually she's actually good. So it'll be, I think, what's the time back home now? Uh, I don't even know. What does my phone say? Uh, it's four o'clock. Yeah, so she would have just finished daycare. So I'm, I was like checking her for a bit. It's 11 o'clock here. And then, um, yeah, trying to fall asleep. So, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's a... She's, uh, She's the reason why, you know, I get to do what I do and have a great support in my 
my little family back home. So. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. bro. It's always hard to get away and be away for so long, you know, like yeah, building up to building up to going away. It was like we got six weeks, we got we got time. Then all of a sudden you wake, like you're like, Jesus, flying to Sydney tomorrow. Then I'm off to LA the next day. It's like just like like that. Yeah. Know, so. um, but I appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, it's been uh, I've enjoyed it. I've been able to chat and share with you and that. So. Oh well. If you ever, if you want to call in when I'm in Japan, yeah, um, that would be great. Free to, then something can catch it live, and we might be able to do a bit of insight into village and stuff like that. Map four. Yeah. Okay. Do something like that. Yeah. Oh, that could be cool. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be in touch. That would, that'll be fun. <laughs> Thanks, awesome. brother. Hey, no worries. You take care. Um, appreciate. It. Thanks for having me. Cheers, bro.